All right. Th thank you. Come on. And the queen's not here to, to see this. And, and for, for the folks that are listening, that are watching, the queen is out doing some amazing work for the team. Uh, she'll be joining hopefully by the end of the podcast, but she's shipping out over 500 games. So she, she, she's doing work for the squad right now. However, she's losing this argument in this current podcast. Uh, can you break down from your perspective, your opinion, why you think every family should have an LLC structure? Yeah. So, well, let me let me clarify it that or qualify it. You need to have a business that you're going to do, right? So you can't just have an LLC within a family and not have a business because it's only for businesses. But I think it's so important to teach our kids. Over 50% of Black Americans are unmarried and only 2% of Black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. You can go to our website at TheM4Show.com our Instagram at the M4 show and our YouTube channel at melanated married millionaires in the main. And welcome to the M4 show. So in California, one of the questions that I hear all the time is, you know, what about this $800 tax? What about mm. this, this fee? I don't want to pay this fee in California and I'm not making any money yet. So what do I do? So to clarify, the $800 is a minimum tax in California. Sometimes it gets called a fee, but it really is a minimum tax. And that means that even if you make $0 in California, you're going to pay at least $800 in taxes. To, you get, it's like you got to pay to play, right? So all businesses in California are taxed at least $800 a year no matter what their income is. So that scares a lot of people because they don't think they're going to make money or because, I don't know, because $800 seems like a lot. But if you're really serious about running a business, $800 would be the least of your worries, right? You go into business knowing that you were going to be profitable and $800 is going to be a drop in the bucket. Like, let's just change our, our mindset about that. But I will tell you, though, that until January 1st, 2024, California has waived the minimum $800 tax for LLCs. So if you are on the fence about filing, this is a really great time to be able to file your LLC because for 2023, you will not have to pay the minimum tax if you don't make any money in the business. And also through June, uh, I think it's probably June 1st, 2023, there's no filing fee to start your business in California. So you don't even have to pay the, 75, the $70 plus the $5 certified copy fee to start your LLC in California. So now's a good time. If you're looking for a message for a sign, this is it. You got it. Today is the day. Yes. Go to www.thewilkersonlawoffice.com if you need support in creating your entity. And again, no $800 minimum tax, y'all. So Jair, we've been talking. This is the year, right? Vern, we've been talking. This is the year. Right. Maya, we've been talking. This is the year. These are all people that we've worked with to help coach and build their business idea up, but they haven't created the entity yet. Mm -hmm. This is here, y'all. Yeah. Um, 
And let so, me let me circle back to sorry what you said about like starting to do the networking and starting the business before you're actually really ready to start the business. It's so important because there have been a handful of times where I've created a product, didn't build up the audience, and then I didn't have anyone to sell it to. Right. So it's like build up your audience, build up your network, because when you do it, you do actually need someone to sell it to. And it's easier if you can build up the audience before you actually have the product for them, because now you have a captive audience that is looking for whatever you have coming down the pipeline. 100 percent. Build it and they will come. No, no, no. The reverse. Build a community and then build it. Yeah, build a community and then (laughs) they will come to pipe. Pipe. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I'm struggling. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday. It's raining. The internet's fighting us. Uh, but something that I say almost every week, right? You you let me know if I'm wrong. 100. percent No hard feelings. You let me know, okay. Asha, if I'm incorrect in this statement. Okay. I think every single family should have an LLC structure. I think so too. All right. Th- thank you. Come on. And the queen's not here to to see this. And, and for, for the folks that are listening, that are watching, the queen is out doing some amazing work for the team. Uh, she'll be joining hopefully by the end of the podcast, but she's shipping out over 500 games. So she, she she's doing work for the squad right now. However, she's losing this argument in this current podcast. Uh, can you break down from your perspective, your opinion, why you think every family should have an LLC structure? Yeah. So, well, let me let me clarify that or qualify it. You need to have a business that you're going to do, right? So you can't just have an LLC within a family and not have a business because it's only for businesses. But I think it's so important to teach our kids, you know, so we didn't necessarily learn this stuff as we were growing up. But now as we're talking about it, we can show our children what it looks like to have a business, what it looks like to not be afraid of the administration of running a business, right? The more that we educate ourselves and empower ourselves, the fear disappears because it's familiar to you. And all it takes really is getting in there, making a couple mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and then feeling competent about what it is that you're doing. But every family, wealthy family that I can think of has a business that they have been able to pass down from generation to generation, or has a business where the kids have been beneficiaries of that worth from generation to generation, whether they're actually running it or not. Another thing that that wealthy families too do also is that they create a trust that Mm. now owns the LLC or the corporation. And so the family members are the beneficiaries of the trust, no matter who is running the business. So these are these tools. Can we slow that piece down? Yeah. Because you're talking real good now. So (laughs) LLC structure or some type of business structure Right. But you're saying most wealthy families also have a trust that's over that. What what, what is the benefit of that? So a trust is also a legal entity, not a business entity, but it's a legal entity that says uh, the trust holds assets. Right. So it can hold a business. It could hold property. It could hold tangible and intangible items. But the person who runs the trust can be the same or it can be different from the people who are beneficiaries of the trust. What we hear about just kind of in the news and stuff is trust fund kids, right? Trust Mm -hmm. funds are 
financial funds that have been set up in somebody else's name. The kids are the beneficiaries, even though they're not the ones who are actually administering or running the trust. And so that means that no matter what happens, that money that gets put in the trust fund is only for the named beneficiary. So you can have a trust for your your family's assets, right? I put uh, I have I created a trust for myself. I don't have any kids yet. I'm not married anymore. I still have the property that I own in an LLC and those LLCs are owned by the trust. So that means whoever I name as my trust beneficiary becomes automatic owner. Like because they become the beneficiary of the trust when I pass away and now they become automatic owner of the businesses without having to go and change any paperwork that about the actual LLC ownership. Right. So they automatically like I have a couple rental properties and I named my mom as a beneficiary. If someone ha something happens to me, my mom automatically gets the income from the rental properties and she can decide whether she wants to keep tenants in there, sell the properties, whatever. But it doesn't have to go through court through the song process called probate to determine who the rightful heir should be, which costs thousands of dollars. Right. And she automatically gets the benefit. So if we're really seriously talking about generational wealth, we need to really think about what are the tools that we can use to protect what we have, to start something, protect it, and then pass it on. And, and I get it. Our communities, we're not taught a lot about this information, which is why it's so important to stay connected to you know the M4 show and, and follow those people, get in contact with those people who are doing what it is that you want to do and ask questions, ask stupid questions. There are no stupid questions, <laughs> ask stupid questions, right? Yeah. Ask uninformed questions. I went into the estate planning attorney's office and was, and I have some idea because I am an attorney, but I'm not an estate planning attorney and said, this is the vision of what I want to do. What are the tools that I can use to make this happen? He said, I, well, I think this is, this will fit. I said, done, do it. Right. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, all anything, them. all of them, all, them. all of them, wherever you're listening, <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.